All right, everybody. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Will the Stars Align? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the show where we take those celebrities and we mash them up. Specifically, we are hoping and praying. God, it still hasn't happened. For these two to get together. It still has not. We've been doing this podcast forever. But someday, we will see Dame Judi Dench Dench in a feature-length motion motion picture with Jeffrey Goldblum. Can't wait. Yeah, someday. Someday it will happen. Someday it will f- find its way. Onto I don't know, the Jonathan. Screen. You know, my faith wavers from week to week, and this week I'm feeling good. Jeff Goldblum uh, is in a new film coming out. Uh, I just saw the trailer for the new Jurassic World sequel for the first time. Uh, I had not watched it yet, it's and good for you. Uh, here's here's something that excites me. He appears in it voice only yeah he does not appear in the actual trailer i uh there's i the trailers that i have seen usually has him sitting in front of congress or even like a it's it's some sort of law-esque scene <laughs> probably congress though. probably congress yeah in front of the senate and he a just, senate hearing and that's when he just goes and says they were here before us and if we're not careful they'll be here after us yeah see i didn't even i didn't even see him in that i saw like uh the one I saw open with Chris Pratt uh, in a in a trailer with a T Rex with a sleepy T Rex, yeah, yeah, doing doing a little comedy bit and then a little haha, and then it's like, uh oh, the eye moves, and then he has to do that dive, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, silly. I'm very much looking forward to it. I hope to see some Jeff Goldblum action. God, yes, uh, but it is it is not the kind that we've been hoping for. No, not yet. Oh well, how are things with you? Doing well. Uh, just inching closer and closer to the end of the year we're thinking about throwing a party end of the academic year. academic year yeah, yeah. We're thinking about because throwing a party it's may we're it's recording may. this in may may got two more weeks of may mm-hmm. two then two more weeks of school in june i think yeah i think it might be two or three more weeks yeah uh in case folks uh hear didn't that. hear that that's a ding dong ding dong uh we're here at the baltimore improv oh. group podcast studio just got it and uh, oh good somebody yeah. somebody's here front of house uh the doors are locked because it's a little early for shows yeah we don't want people uh, coming in so we need somebody to let people in but they were like it's raining outside but yeah so we got two more weeks of uh may and then two mm-hmm. more weeks of june yeah so a month of school month of school left uh the kids have lost their goddamn mind yeah um and yeah it's a little it's just... early for that they have a long no 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 no, no. They it's lose their mind early. about February. Wow. Because you get over the hump and then it's just like, can it come any faster? Yeah. You don't really have any days off. There's nope. no holidays to give you a break. None. You're just slowly scraping your yep. way towards summer. Mm. Yeah. It'll be fine. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm just, I'm ready for it. But I'm, we're trying to do this end of the year party. Yeah. Um, which you, it's on a Friday, mm-hmm. um, which means we have a show. Um, oh, yeah. And so, so like, you're out. I'm out. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really think about that. That's okay. I might have to go back to the drawing board on that one. Well, now my week has sucked. Oh, no. And now that you figured that out? Yeah. How are you? Uh, I'm Besides good. the fact that you just watched the, what is it, Jurassic Kingdom? Uh, I think it's Jurassic World. World. Fallen Kingdom. S- Fallen Kingdom. That's yeah. It. Subtitled yeah. Fallen Kingdom. Um, I don't know. Things are pretty good with me. Okay. Just uh, just maintaining, you know? Okay. That's all you need. Uh, Yeah. Sometimes that's all you need. I read an article 
just to digress, because mm-hmm. uh, Deadpool two is coming came out last night. Oh, it's morning. already out. Yeah, it's out today. Mm. Um, and they they uh, thought about doing a end credit scene where Deadpool goes and kills Chris Evans mm-hmm. before he accepts the role in Fantastic Four. <laughs> Just to kind of break that continuity. Yeah, just break that. Because like, at this point, what, Fox owns both of those still right. at this point. So that would have been a fun little thing. Uh, but that did not happen. Yeah. I think maybe it did happen, but they, I, they like, I mean, they must probably it. filmed it, yeah. They, I think there was about 15 end credit scenes that they filmed. And I believe there's three that made it at the end theaters. of the film. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so many. I have to say, I've been watching so many Marvel movies that watching other movies has been kind of weird. Yeah. So, uh, like, Amy and I went to see uh, I Feel Pretty, the Amy Schumer film. Yeah, how was that? Uh, It was fun. It was, um, like, it hit some of the notes that I wanted and expected uh, to, like, you know, tearing down the the patriarchal system of uh, beauty expectations for women. Uh, but then also some of it was just like, we're going to do funny ha-has and, and actually not attack that status quo. Is it sort of like trying to fix what Shallow Hal screwed up? No. Okay. Uh, what I thought, though, at the end was, um, I wonder what the after credit scene will be like. And, oh, no. And there's of no course, after there, no, there's scene. not one. But, uh, but we sat around patiently and we were just like, I wonder if she'll return in, in what, what the title of that movie will you, be. The only movie that I've ever stayed through that I think, well, the one movie that I think that has the best end credit scene mm-hmm. is the producers and it's just mm. Mel Brooks coming out and the, the newer one with Matthew Broderick yeah, yeah. and uh, Nathan Lane. And he's just like, he's sweeping up and he's like, the movie's over. What are you waiting for? Yeah. Get out. And then it like ends. And I was like, mm, that's what I needed. Yeah. We uh, we also recently watched uh, Moonstruck, which I had never seen, but is one of producer Amy's favorite films. Which is crazy because isn't that the movie that it they plays play? every year. Except this year. Except this year at the uh, Little Italy we, Open yeah. Air Film Festival that's in hysterical. Baltimore's Little Italy. Uh, I watched it for the first time and uh, also was wondering at the end, like, oh, will they return? Can you no. share us any of your thoughts? No, not after that pun. Uh, well, we have a great guest lined up yes. for today. Uh, we have uh, constantly been asking ourselves, will the stars align? And we've given up on Give it up. Trying just, to just letting it out. happen yep. or, or having it happen through means of uh, humankind. We've made phone calls. Mm-hmm. We've had write-in campaigns. We've had you mail in all kinds of ridiculous stuff to all kinds of studios to try to get this pairing to happen. Now we're finally turning to the supernatural. It'll be great. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it and um, hoping hoping to uh, find, find some renewed faith. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, unless there's anything else. No, let's get to it. We'll be right back. All right, hey. everybody. Welcome back. We are delighted uh, and and I think starry-eyed to have with us in the studio today, Dudley J. Quaid. And Hello. An expert on the stars. That's right. Uh, specifically, their their motions and how they affect us here living on yeah, Earth. Yeah, like the sun. The sun. That kind of star. That's one of them. Yeah, that's one of many. Yeah. The brightest one in our sky. Yeah. Yes. The closest. Definitely the closest. Uh. Dudley, we we uh we brought you here. Well, one I brought you here because I and I wanted to ask: Are you related to like Dennis and? No, actually, mine is spelled Q U A D E, and they are A I D. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, people a... people ask that a lot. Yeah. Okay. As the uh, the show booker, Jonathan, don't you usually email our guests? I did, but I 
you know, you don't really double check the spelling of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And... Well, to be fair to Jonathan, my name was already taken with the Q U A D E, so I did end See, okay, up there. It is. Oh wow. With a Q, yeah, yeah. So my email is AID, but that is misleading. It is just a little bit. But Sorry. I'm glad that you're here because it solves. I I thought we were going to kill two birds with one stone, yeah. a mashup, if you will, right? Of celebrity yeah. and also uh, astrological stars, of course. Mm. Yeah. So mm. um, okay, but, but once again, enough. we reach too far. It's fine. Uh, hey, I think it's good because that means we can focus this time on one thing. One thing, uh, and that one thing is. Um, Dudley, we uh, we desperately want two amazing stars of of Hollywood, yes. of uh, stage, screen, of of just Everything. fame, fame itself, uh, to work together, hmm. and they just haven't. Hmm. And that is Dame Judi Dench. Oh, and, and Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Uh, so we've tried lo- lots of stuff here: letter writing campaigns, yes. uh, tweet storms, mm-hmm. uh, flash mobs. And the flash mob was so close. It was really impressive. You got them; they were in the same place. Yeah, we were we were at the outside of the 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 BAFTA. Is that what it is? Yeah, I yeah. Think it was the BAFTAs. The BAFTAs, and we were so close. We just missed them both. Yeah, by like forty two minutes. But it was a oh. really amazing and heartfelt performance by yes. everyone involved. And we want to thank uh, all of you stargazers for coming mm-hmm. out and uh, just really strutting your stuff. Uh, so we've tried everything we can humanly, and we're now ready to reach beyond. Okay. Uh, so uh, I don't I don't know really what you need uh, to help us out here. You but... you want me to come up with a way to get uh, Judy Dench? Yes, Dame yeah. Judy Dench. Dame Judy Dench and Jeff Goldblum yeah. together. Well, we just want to know if there's like some way that you can like read the the signs of uh, just. You know, hmm. like is is it coming soon? Okay, yeah. Yeah, like is it coming to a theater soon, or is it like a to be continued? Or okay, um, you hmm. know, this is interesting. I, I think we would have to look at um, you know first their signs, obviously. Right. Great. Uh, so Judy Dench was born on December 9th, nineteen thirty four. Ah, Sagittarius. She is a Sagittarius. But yeah. also, what else is she? Uh, oh, I, you know, I we d- we I'm did some research at and the, we the the, the like astrological research so i just punched in judy dench uh hor- uh what did i type in let's go let's go back are to we research. allowed to say horoscope Ast- is that okay astrological it's, sign it's okay it's okay. still okay to say that okay for now and i found like the first result was horoscope of judy dench born on 1934 slash 12 09 so okay already okay. in like like a weird right. Euro date format. And this page says, uh, you will find below the horoscope of Judy Dench, da-da-da-da-da, with her interactive chart, an excerpt of her astrological portrait, and her planetary dominance. Great. So, I mean, she is dominant. Oh, we have, sure. uh, she was born December 9, right. 1934, in York, the New York Kingdom. And then, then I got lost. So uh, the next entry here says, sun, 17 degrees, four minutes, Sagittarius. Okay. Uh, moon, 29 degrees, mm. zero minutes, Capricorn. Let me write this down. Uh, then AS, uh, 9 degrees, 27 minutes, Leo. Mm-hmm. Uh, then MC, 16 degrees, 51 minutes, Aries. Oh, that makes total sense. And then below that, Sagittarius, Leo, Aries. Uh, we can get further. They have her dominance, the sun, Uranus, and Mars. Uh, her houses are 5, 6, and 3, fire, earth. Uh, she is, And then something slash mutable. Yeah, yeah, mutable. The, one of the mutable signs. Okay. 
Uh, Means uh, she's into change. She uh, her sign rests in one of the mutable signs. We have okay. the fixed signs, the cardinal signs, okay, and the mutable signs. Okay. Sagittarius is one who is willing to uh, bring change about. So uh, you know, I think this would be something that we could at least uh, influence her into. Okay, which is good. That's All great right. news. Uh, what do we know about Jeff? And hasn't worked so far. Uh, Jonathan, you have the research on Jeff there. Uh, that was October. October 22nd. Are you yeah. kidding me? October 22nd? Yeah. I knew that, actually. That's my birthday. Oh. Whoa. Congratulations, Dudley. And uh, we're both Libras. Yeah. it's And I believe it's the end of the Libra Zodiac calendar. It's, it's on yeah. the cusp. Yeah. Right. Right. One more day, and we'd be Scorpios. Yeah. It's very interesting. Libras and Sagittarius is a, a great combination uh, mm -hmm. for most, uh, most we parts. It. We knew that they would be great together. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you guys can get them in the same room, I think the magic would just kind of happen, honestly. Uh, well, that has been that's the been hard the, part That's so been so the far, tough part. Yeah, that's been the, like, how do you get two famous people who put out movies almost yearly mm -hmm. to be in the same room together to get them to communicate well? Because, I mean, let's be honest, like, Jeff Goldblum has a hard time just sitting and being able to communicate with anybody. I've seen him on radio, like, talk shows and stuff where he's just... He's a bit of an awkward yeah, guy. A little awkward. I see. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, that said, and I, I know uh, Stargazers, we talk about this a lot, but I feel like the roles that they typically play, uh, like, would be very copacetic. They're often... Uh, the quirky character that's like seems very serious, but then suddenly has a turn or or goes the other way. Like Goldblum's bringing the physical comedy, right? But then usually talking about something deadly serious. And Judy Dench, on the other hand, you know, real sour face, but mm -hmm. then just delivers mm. with that dry humor. Yeah. And um, oh God, I'm getting worked up. I just I just want it to happen. So okay. So step one, check. It seems. We astrologically that they would be there's no doubt about player. it that okay. if we got them together yeah. that something would happen that's just that's fact right mm. that's something that i can say assuredly okay perfect in fact uh gosh not to keep talking about me but my father was a libra mm. and my mother was a sagittarius oh my okay. goodness and look what happened i mean we yeah. got a jeff goldblum right right uh now, I, I do want to be clear, and folks write in about this a lot. We are not looking for them to hook up. Oh. Like some of us are Okay. You, I, you know, I'm, I just, I don't want to jump ahead. I just want them, well, I want to see them I'm perform in a feature film. I can't imagine that that spark doesn't start something else. I, I agree. And I think we know that uh, oftentimes romantic relationships do come from being leads in sure, movies yeah sure but I, i'm just saying you know let's let's not step over that first step mm. you know it's it's a doozy you need to get them working together professionally before we can hope for anything else right okay and so i'm i'm just wondering if if it hasn't happened if we have created so many near misses is is there something that we're doing wrong is this something about us are we doomed gosh this is tough my first thought is maybe plan a camping trip Invite them both. Okay. Okay, that's going to be a problem. Okay, so I, I think I, maybe we've been doing this wrong a little bit with like each of us trying to communicate together and not separately. So maybe our signs aren't lining up with the right people to communicate with. Hmm. So like I'm born April 23rd, so I'm a Taurus. A Taurus. So like who would I be best to communicate with? Is it Jeff Bloom, Jeff Goldblum or Judy Dench? Interesting. Okay. Hmm. Should I not be talking to them at all? 
Yeah, maybe maybe it would be better if Marty talked to. Well, I'm I'm a Leo. Okay, you're a Leo. Yeah. All right. Which makes sense for you two. Right. This makes sense. Taurus, Leo. Does it? Yeah, now I'm seeing this. Okay. Two fixed signs, both very strong-willed and, and mm. determined in their pursuit of excellence. Right. Having a little issues with trusting each other, but have enough oh, trust yeah. with each other that you can both give that leadership role that you both really want for yourself. I mean, I would say our interests are aligned at this moment. Yeah. Yeah. At least in getting this. I'm not allowed to lead. No? No. I, I fell back a little bit. Marty Marty takes the lead a little bit. I, I just I just book guests. Okay. Oh, geez. I, I didn't know you felt that way. I, I just, I felt like for the sake of the show, it would just It's not be, that you're not allowed. I don't know. that The two memos that you sent seem like. Well, I, just, I don't want you to feel like you can't. It's just, a, it's a question of like, should you? I'm comfortable with that. You know that. what I'm saying? So, okay. Yeah. So yeah. This, we work right, This is clear. Well. With both the fixed signs, you mm. both are pretty stuck in your ways, and it's going to be hard for either of you to really have that give and take, which mm. I, I don't know. I didn't mean to bring something up. No, no, no. It's fine. Yeah, this it's is fine. something that we've been dealing with and stuff. But uh, I, it's but always it's, in the room. It's good to know that I shouldn't be talking to either of these two wonderful actors, actress, and it should be Marty because of the Leo. Well, that's going to be a problem just strictly from a legal perspective. Oh, as, oh that's right. As we both have, um, restraining order is a, a tough word. And ex parte, I'm, maybe. I'm just it's uh it's actually just a cease and desist. Yeah. So I like to call it the request. keeps away. Yeah, yeah. I'm just supposed to keeps away from them. So um, neither one of us will really be contacting them directly. Yeah, so we can't really also do the camping trip. Oh. In the sense that we can host a camping trip, we can yes. plan for them to come, yes. but neither of us can directly invite either of them. And we also can't be there when they're there. Yeah. So we'll set up some GoPros. We probably could. As long Skype? As, as long as they don't know who we are. Okay. Yeah. Now, is it possible that maybe their agents have already tried to get them together, being that they're two powerhouses uh, of our generation. No, I mean Jeff Goldblum sort of took that Rick Moranis sabbatical, but he came back. Mm-hmm. Rick Moranis just came back. He was in right? the Goldbergs. He came back as Dark Helmet. Oh wow! Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. That's, that happened. I didn't know that. that out. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like Jeff Goldblum sort of came back, I guess. But he's only been like, honestly, like the last two movies that he made was Thor Ragnarok. Which was fantastic. Wonderful he movie. Was so good in it. And then he's about to come out, and then ju- the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Um, but he had been just doing like sequels, I think, because he also did Independence Day Resurgence. He's also got that great uh, commercial. So, yeah, day. the um, apartment. Yeah, something. He's like Mister Apartment. Yeah, and he just does his Jeff Goldblum stuff, and it's like you paid for Jeff Goldblum. Why don't you just let him be him? Uh, Rick Moranis was born April eighteenth. Taurus, Taurus again. So nice. I'm, I'm not sure what that means. He came back, so now. Well, Taurus tend to be a little obstinate and stubborn, which explains him being away for so long. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know, some got to make money too. Got to make that money. Yeah, Taurus but, are very good with their finances. Are they? It's true. Maybe that's why he was able to stay away for so long. Most accountants are Taurus. Did not know that. Huh. That's great. Um, well. So far, I th- I like your advice. It's very practical. Um, just unfortunately, not applicable yeah. in our situation. Hmm. Um, so I wish I could help more. What else do you got, Dudley? 
I just don't know if everyone really understands. I feel that there's a lot of people that don't really believe in the power of the planets mm. and the stars. I mean, you guys seem to be on board, and I appreciate that. Well, and I, to be fair, we are grasping uh, at anything. Okay. I think um, if this doesn't work out with you, um, my next goal was to book a tarot card reader and uh, if that didn't work out, to really just start going down the list, checking the boxes of every religion that we can get yeah, a like spokesperson what, for. In what alignment of, let's just say, Mercury and Mars mm-hmm. would need to happen for this to possibly even start to take shape? See, this is all interesting. I, I specialize in uh, you know the movement of the planets and mm-hmm. the stars Perfect. and how that affects Great. us. Uh, in our day-to-day interactions, for me to try to postulate, you know, when the best time would be to for these two people to meet, it's kind of it's kind of tricky. Okay, yeah. but I would say my best guess would be like 32 degrees sun. Okay, about 35 degrees uh, Venus. Okay, mm. and if Mercury Mercury is in retrograde, which I think the next time is sometime in August of next year, that okay. would probably be the best time to make oh, this wow. happen. Is that a bad time, August? I, I don't think so. It's just, it's so far away. You know, it feels like, that feels like a real long wait. That's over a year. What about if Jupiter and Mars are aligned? Okay. Jupiter and Mars. <sighs> the last time that Jupiter and Mars were aligned, um, I believe that Jeff Goldblum had some scandalous stuff going on in the paper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's not going to work that's out. That's not going to work yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Unless unless it's leverage. Ooh. I mean, if we're the ones kind of, you know, kind of holding right. the bag there, that, I don't know. It's just, it's so fascinating to me. Like, we've we've ruled out, I think, all of the things that, that can be seen and understood. Mm-hmm. And, and so now I'm turning to the unseen. And what's frustrating is that immediately you, you're telling me what I already believed in my heart, which is that according to their signs, the stars say, this should be a done deal. This should really like already have happened. There's, there's no reason on the face of it for this not to have happened. So, mm-hmm. so what else is there that we're not seeing? Who else is there in these two people's lives that's Are- causing them to, to not meet? Yeah, you know, I haven't. Uh, are either of them married, or? Ooh. It could just be that they're just yeah. I don't good I don't people know, that don't. Uh, I don't know the birthdays of their spouses. And again, I am. I have no interest in them creating a romantic connection uh, to begin with. But I'm just going to tell you that it's going to happen uh, the second that they meet. So that's something that you have to be willing are to. You, are you saying they maybe they know this? Oh, I. So, so that's possible. Jeff sure. Goldblum's wife is Emil Livingston, and she was born on January 4th. That's very interesting because I believe that makes her a Capricorn, which generally doesn't go well with a Libra. We might be onto something here, okay. boys. Hmm. This uh, relationship will not last long. Judy Dench. It is his third wife. Hmm. Is and- it a, his first Capricorn? Uh, I can take a look there. Um, uh, so right now, Judy Dench ha- has been divorced uh, for 17 years. Uh, actually, her husband passed away. 
R.I.P. Uh-uh. Why does it say divorce? They they may have divorced and then. Oh no no no! That D stand stood for dead. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's what so. that happened. Because um, on under two thousand one under so. uh, under uh, Michael Leonard Williams, it just says Judy Dench married nineteen seventy one. Yeah. But usually when you see the D, you you think when divorce. you see the D when you see the D you think divorce. The, all right, hold on. Let me figure out these other wives. All right. Uh well, Gina Davis was his second one, mm-hmm. and Gina Davis was born January twenty first. Interesting. I think that's later, so we might have gotten into Aquarius, which is actually a good match for a Libra. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Patricia Gould. I think Gina Davis just was better than Jeff Goldblum, which yeah. makes sense. Does not I, seem yeah, to I be agree. famous, so she doesn't have a wiki page. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. What's Gina Davis up to these days? Has she done anything? Yeah, she was working on that uh, that one movie. Oh, that one television show where she was the first. She was the first female uh, president, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, geez, what was that? Uh, October thirty first. Ah, Scorpio was Jeff Goldblum's first wife. Another not good Max Li- Libra Scorpio. So I, I can see. Gosh, I feel like if I could get to Jeff and let him know that he's just been kind of picking the wrong people. Mm. Yeah, he went younger. He his first wife was older than he was. Gina was younger, but his current wife is about twenty ish years younger than he is. Hmm. Is that does that? Do well, anything? how old is how old is Jeff? So Jeff is, well, hold on, let me get. Jeff Goldblum was born. Because I mean, if we go off the gentleman's rule, we could figure this out, which was derived in astrology, right? Uh so he's sixty. 65. 65. 65 divided by 2 is 32 and a half, right. plus 7 is 39 and a half. Uh, so as long as she's at least that age, then... She's 35. Oh. Yeah, maybe not then. Hmm. She won gold at the Olympics, though. She was a gymnast. She was a Canadian gymnast and won gold in the individual all-around. And uh, Nope, sorry. That was Pan Am Games. <laughs> <laughs> That's a completely different activity. All right. Well, I we're definitely uh, getting off into the weeds here, and I am pumped for it. I think uh, we should get off of our mobiles and, okay. and get out the laptops, uh, okay. which means we're going to need to wrap this up. Okay. Uh, but before we go, Dudley, uh, would you mind playing a game with us? Uh, no, I would love to play a game. Cool. Oh, great. Uh, then that means it's time for everybody's favorite game, Two Great Tastes. Mm, yum. That worked well. So we've been doing this podcast for a while, and one of the big pieces of feedback we get is when will we move on from mm-hmm. Judy Dench and Jeff Goldblum and talk about your favorite celebrities? And the answer is right now. You will, you have the next five minutes, mm-hmm. and we will focus on your celebrity mashups. Uh, we want to hear them. We asked you to write in uh, either on our website at wehavetoask.com or on Twitter or Facebook at we have to ask. And uh, we just wanted to know who are two celebrities that you wanted to see work together. Yes. And uh, Dudley, we'll just go around and uh, and talk about... What kind of uh, film you would like to see these folks in? Okay. So, Jonathan, uh, do you have the first? Uh, yes. The first one we have uh, is from Liz on Facebook. I'd like to see Shamar Moore and Kiara Knightley collaborate on making a baby. Mm. Is that, would, then I'm going to go with porno. Is that a, a film? Making a baby? Making a baby. I mean, it could be a documentary. They could work together as in a documentary. That's probably better than my choice. I'll throw in one more. Okay, I would like go. it to be narrated by Werner Herzog. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Well, we did that. That was easy. That was easy. Yeah. Done. Uh, this comes from uh, Jeff, 
who is the proprietor of uh, Jeff Toppy House Cleaning Services. Oh, yeah. Um, I've heard mixed reviews. Mixed reviews. Yeah. yeah. Some very glowing and mm-hmm. some just one stars. Uh, Ricky Martin and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, yeah. I could see that. The Rock, the Rock, um, when he was a professional wrestler, did a song. Mm. Um, he sang a song, and it was about pie. Yeah, but it was about the um, the irrational number, or no, it was the uh, the food. Nope the oh. the um, innuendo of pie. Hmm. Yep. Uh the American Pie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great. It was an interesting song. I'm just saying because I think that this would be like a very neat, like bird cage esque style movie. Mm. It's interesting you bring up Birdcage because when I think Ricky Martin in a film, I think of the uh, I think it's the death of Johnny Versace. The, yes. Uh, yeah. The recent yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, biopic, uh, which was much more serious. And uh, I think I would like to see them both in a very suspenseful drama together. Okay. Uh, maybe something around a murder, but not not like of either one of them. I, I was know. thinking think, more Dylan? like a rom com. Ooh. Okay. See them with a a meet cute. Yeah. At the gym or yeah. Yeah, I would like. I know we all know that Dwayne the Rock Johnson has real physical chemistry for comedy. Right. Uh, I wonder if Ricky Martin could even begin to match that, and that would be worth seeing. I think so. I think he'd be fine. Yeah. All right. I uh, like. Oh, let's let's go rom com. Rom-com. All right. Okay. Uh, this comes to us from uh, Forky Fenicles. Uh, Dolly Parton and Michelle Obama. Hmm. I'm thinking a reboot of 9 to 5. Oh, my God, yes. Immediately. I I think we're done. Okay, but who's the third person? Because we can't we can't add we can't add uh, um, Lily Tomlin and... Uh, yeah. why, why am I losing her name right now? Uh Fonda. Gina Davis. <laughs> uh, uh, Jane Fonda? Jane Fonda. Yeah. So we have Michelle Obama, we have Dolly Parton, and who's the third person that you throw in there? It can't be politics, because we already have that. Right. And it can't be- Music. Music. So it needs to be- I think we need a powerhouse of comedy. Okay. But should we do an actress? Because if we're getting- Yeah. I mean, it's nine to five. Okay. I mean, it, it, was a, it was a trio of three females, so I don't think we need to get rid of that. Mm-hmm. But we're looking at somebody who- the star of television, because I always looked at, well, I mean, with my, at my age, Lily Tomlin was just the voice of Miss Frizzle. So I just picture her. <laughs> yeah. And he, From so, the Magic School Bus? Yeah. She did, she did the voice of Miss Frizzle. I, I never knew that. I realized that. Uh, okay. How about Ellen DeGeneres? Ooh. I would be good with that. I think that would be a good one. So Ellen, Dolly Parton, Michelle Obama. And I'm sorry, Forky, if this is like completely throwing off like that yeah. chemistry I mean, we, that you wanted. We brought but in that third wheel. We did but, bring in that third wheel, but, but I think it'd what? be fun. Yeah, I think it'll pay off. Uh, all right, how about a last one? Uh, well, first off, I want to just, uh, Kristen uh, M. wrote Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Terry Crews, but they've been together. Yeah. Um, they were in Get Smart together, so we can't do that. Uh, so we'll do this last one. Um, Billy Joel and okay. Leon Redbone. And this comes to us from Dave P. Mm-hmm. Pardon my ignorance, Leon Redbone. Leon Redbone is the gentleman who did the uh, uh, theme song for Mr. Belvedere. So he has this voice and he just sings like this. And of course, uh, Billy Billy Joel is like, all the way up here. Right. 
And he, he in the middle of the night, middle of the night. So we got two interesting singers, mm-hmm. both with sort of quirky voices mm-hmm. that probably don't mesh together super good. I just don't know what would be a good. I'm movie. thinking Grand silent Theft Auto. film. Okay, so a silent Grand Theft Auto film. I just like the oh, idea. Oh yeah. Do you understand why I did that? So in uh, like in the style of a big heist movie, mm-hmm. like an Ocean's Eleven, yeah. but silent. And I'm thinking uh, French French noir style. So Hold like on. in the Jean Le Flambeur. Hold on. I vein. I would like to add three more people. Flambeur. To make Billy Joel's five. Okay. So I would like to add Lin Manuel Miranda. I feel like you just you just drove this bus off of a bridge. No, 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 no. Just let it sit. Hold on, hold on. This is a silent film. Yes, it is. Just hold on. Well, we already had two singers, so like it doesn't matter what we put there. Lin is not, I would say, famous for his singing as much as for his songwriting. Okay. Well he's you could say the same about Billy Joel. Yeah. I don't think that's true. Well, What's could... a Billy Joel song that he's written that's more famous than one that he's sung? Uh, Lose true. Yourself. Who sings that one? That's Eminem. <laughs> and Billy Joel. Billy Joel wrote that. that. <laughs> Jonathan, we have to talk. I feel like my reality is crumbling right now. I just need you to be prepared for when you find out that there is a written writer's credit mm-hmm. for Billy Joel. Solo credit. No, 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 no. He, oh. he teamed with him. That doesn't count. He so Eminem after he performed uh, "Stan" with Elton John. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, Elton, let's mm-hmm. do it." He's like, "Nah, man, I, I think we can find somebody else for you." And this was after the second time that Billy drove a car into somebody's house. Mm. So Billy was like, "So Elton went to his piano playing, right?" Network. And he was like, "I got this. I'll do it." And then he's like, "I just gotta lose myself first. And then. Eminem was like, that's the hit I need. And then he won uh, an Academy Award for it. First rap song never win an Academy Award. Great. So silent film, you, Billy heist Joel. movie. Heist movie. Yeah. Billy Joel, Leon Redbone, Lin- Lin-Manuel Miranda. Uh, Linda Ronstadt. Linda Ronstadt. Mm-hmm. And Ice Cube. All right. Uh, well, that's going to do it. For the whole show, I'm afraid we're out of time. We're just gonna end the whole. Yeah, you can't no, end the that, whole show. There. We have to do it. We're we're really up against the clock right now. Oh uh, no! So, um, Dudley, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. For all your blast. I feel like uh, you've definitely shined a bright light into the darkness. Unfortunately, that probably covered like one degree of the sky. So I can tell we have a lot more work and research to do. I'm very excited to dig in. So if you don't mind sticking around after, uh, I think we can we can puzzle this thing out. I'm here for you. Great. Okay. I will I will prepare the headshots and the red string, and mm. we will get to work. Great. Uh, folks, this has been another episode of When Will the Stars Align? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, ooh, heaven is a place on earth. See you all next time. This has been another episode of Will the Stars Align? We'd like to thank our producers, Amy and Herbie Lobsters, and thanks to Skies and Chaos Streets for and Song New Day. Check them out on iTunes, and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehavedash.com or on Facebook or Twitter at wehavedash. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Peaksoft Network at peaksoft.com. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We have to ask? I gotta be honest with you. 
I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've tried to ask. You did? And I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network.